Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. And welcome to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross. And I want to invite you guys right now to go ahead and just relax, settle in. If you can, grab a pen and some paper so that you can take notes. Because if you've listened before, you know that on this show, we really like to bring you guys tips and simple steps, simple things that you can begin to do and apply today in your efforts to show up as the best version of you. So before we get going any further, I want to welcome our first timers. If you are listening for the first time today, thank you so much for tuning in. We so appreciate you. And I want to know where you are tuning in from. Um, Send me an email, if you would, at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. Let me know today was your first time listening and where you are in the world. Let me know what resonated with you, what gave you an aha moment today, um, or what topics would you like to hear us talk about on the show in the future. And hey, you guys, for all of you vets that listen repeatedly, welcome back. I'm so grateful to have you guys here with us. And whether I've met you personally and interacted with you personally or not, I have such love in my heart for all of you guys. And here's what I know about our listening audience. If you're tuning into this show, you are committed to showing up in life every day and doing your best to be the best version of yourself. And I share that commitment. This show was created specifically with you guys, the listeners in mind. And in fact, my own personal transformation journey is the main reason why I'm doing this show. There was a time in my life where I spent many years going through life following society's checklist for success. You guys know that checklist, right? You know, it sort of says, hey, go to school, get an education, check. Get a job that pays a decent salary, check. Um, get married, check. If go on and and you know work your way up into a leadership position, check, check. I did all the things and then started my own business, married a great guy, moved into a great neighborhood, and you know what? I didn't feel happy, fulfilled. I didn't have that rainbow and pot of gold that society led me to believe would be there after achieving all of those things. Um, But here is what I learned. And here's what I have received a deep revelation on. It's this. There's no amount of external achievement, no amount of success, no amount of money. And contrary to what Tom Cruise said, Uh, In the movies, right? No other person can complete us. Those things that we all desire deep in our souls to feel happy, to feel joy, to feel fulfilled. Those things are a direct result of what is happening on the inside of us. Those things are fruit. Those things are the result of our thoughts, our mindsets, what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about the world in general. And so I am on a mission to share my own journey of transformation from the inside out. And I'm on a mission with this show to have people on, like my guests today, that you'll meet in a couple minutes, people whose lives have been transformed from the inside out and people who are using their time, their talent, their skills, their resources now to really reach out and help other people experience transformation as well. So you can read all about my personal transformation journey in my books. I share it all, um, how I went from being in bondage 
to being free from a place of lack to a place of abundance, from anxiety to inner peace, from disappointment and disillusionment to fulfillment and joy. And most importantly, I share the steps that I took. And I believe that those same steps can work for you too. So in my book, the How to Break the Cycles of Temptation, Addiction, and Guilt from the Inside Out, a Pathway to Freedom, Fulfillment, and Purpose. If you are struggling right now with any type of addiction, if you're struggling right now with any sort of pattern or cycles of behavior, uh, cycles of relationships that aren't good for you, and you're and you're trying to really break those cycles, and nothing that you've tried seems to be working, and you're wondering if you ever will be able to break those cycles. First of all, yes, you will because I broke them. So if it if it could work for me, it can work for you. And I believe that there's something in that book um, that will be a blessing to you. If you right now are struggling with relationships, having trust issues, feeling heartbroken, disillusioned, and wondering if it's possible to ever be in a relationship and and not feel like you're constantly dealing with trust issues, I believe that my book, The Truth About Trust, The Key to Thriving in Any Relationship, will help you. There are steps that I took. Um, there are revelations that I've received on trust, what it actually is, why so many of us struggle with trust. And I think that that book will be a blessing uh, for you if you have any type of trust issues. So I was inspired to write those books because I believe sincerely that when we go through things in life, when we're facing deep trials, when we're going through a season that's dark, when we're going through a valley experience, and then we come out on the other side, those experiences, those victories aren't just for us. There is an obligation, really, and a responsibility to reach out and help other people who are going through those same things. And so that's the purpose of me sharing about these books, as I do every week on the show, because I really believe that there's somebody listening even today, and you're going through some sort of addiction, or maybe you're dealing with some trust issues, and there's content in those books that will bless you. So you can find both of those books on Amazon or on my website, joyross.com, J-O-I-R-O-S-S.com. On my website, there are some free resources there that you can download as well. So I'm so grateful to be able to have other people on the show, like I mentioned, who have had their own transformation journey. And my hope today is that as we move forward in the show and have conversation with my guests today, that there will be something said that will encourage you, something said that will uplift you. There will be something said, a step perhaps uh, that's shared today or a tip that's shared that you'll be able to take and start using in your life today. Because folks, here's the thing. If transformation happened for me, and if transformation happened for my guest on the show today, it can absolutely happen to you. Um, It's a day-by-day journey. It's a step-by-step journey, and you absolutely do not have to remain where you are today. So I just feel that there's maybe somebody listening today and you're really in a dark place. You're really going through a challenging uh, season in your life. And I just want you to know that this is not how your story ends. This is a season. It will pass. There is, there is joy in the morning. There is more. For those of you who are listening right now and you're having that little nagging feeling in your gut, like, oh, man, my life, there's got to be more. I know there's got to be more. I want you to know there is more. Freedom is your birthright. 
Abundance is your birthright. Joy, fulfillment, it's your birthright. And so listen in. I'm about to get right into introducing our guest today, which I'm really excited to have with me. And I'm continuing our series. We've been doing a series on becoming dynamic. And my guest today is Dr. Brandy Florence. Dr. Brandy is a resiliency coach. She has over 15 years in healthcare operations, working in various roles from consulting to performance improvement and now to her current role as a hospital administrator. These roles have led Brandy down many paths where she has experienced her own journey through the power of resiliency. Dr. Brandy was born and raised in L.A., where she still currently resides, and got her doctorate from USC, and published a dissertation entitled Missed Opportunities, Lack of Advancement of African-American Females into Senior Executive Healthcare Leadership. Oh, we might have to talk about that today. Um, Now, Dr. Randy is a professionally certified life coach specializing in resiliency and helping clients navigate through their journeys in the areas of relationships, life, career, and education. Her signature program is Make Resiliency Your Normalcy. I love that. So, Dr. Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yes, I am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Dr. Brandy, I think you know that um, around here, I like to start every interview asking each guest to share with us just one challenge or one obstacle that perhaps you've had to overcome could have been something this morning that you had to overcome just to show up here today or something that you've, you know, struggled with uh, over the past week and how you overcame it. Mm, you're right. <laughs> it is this morning. I think um, for me, the struggle this morning was anytime anything like this comes up, I really start to wonder, what am I going to say? And do I really have anything that's going to add any value today? And I feel like just in my role, generally at work, that's something that I think I not struggle with, but I always want to make sure that I did something today that added value to those that were around me and whose presence that I was in. Mm. Oh, I'm just over here saying, "Mm," because I love that answer. It's so real. And it is something that often comes up, right? And it's like that negative self-talk, that do I have anything to bring to the table, even in, in, in your case, being doctor, you know? And so sometimes people think, oh, you know, people who have positions like the ones that you have, oh, you, you don't have to deal with that. You know, your life is different. Um, so I love that you shared that. Uh, very vulnerably. So I'm going to ask you, uh, how did you get through that? How did you, how did you talk your way through those thoughts, those questions in your head? I think I just know it's like, you got to do it. So I can sit here and tell myself or question it, but I really won't know until I do it. And I think that's kind of the season that I'm in. I'm trying to get out of my head. And I was funny. I was reading my horoscope and it was like, get out of your head. And like, Speak from your heart or think from your heart today. And that is something, get out of here and just go. Just let it go. And that's that's why I think I want to, that's going to be my thing for the week. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Dr. Brandy, okay, well, that's, I could totally relate to that. Um, and that's powerful. Get out of your head and just do it. Um, just get in motion, just get in action. I love that you're dro- you're coming out of the gate, dropping <laughs> tips with just the intro question. All right. So let's talk a little bit about um, sort of what you're doing and who you're serving in the world. So I know that like many high achievers, you're wearing multiple hats. You're a certified life coach and you actually oversee a clinic mm-hmm. um, and run it. Interestingly, for me, both of those roles really focus on helping people to heal, right? So um, 
in your role now, like running the clinic, are you seeing patients or is that more of like a leadership position? What what is what is your role there? It's more of the leadership position, like the operations and making sure the clinic runs and the nursing staff and we have adequate staffing and appointments and you know, everybody's in place. So I see the patients when they might have a concern or they might be upset about something. And then that's when I kind of come in on the back end and seeing what I need to do. If I need to try to get you in a sooner appointment or if the doctor's running late, can I get you to come in a different time? So I think that is where my role comes in. It's more of like the leadership and just making sure everything runs according to plan so that everybody gets what they need today. I had to breathe in while listening to that because I'm thinking, okay, that's no joke. So that's a the buck stops here sort of position. That sounds like it could be a little stressful. So I'm going to ask you, like, what is one, what's one of, mm, what is the main thing that you have learned in your role there to maintain and even kill and just not be stressed out every day? I think it's just remaining calm and really assessing it because, you know, I have I could have the doctors coming at me, the staff coming at me, the patients coming at me. So it's like assessing when you get it, what is the priority and how do you go from there and delegating? I think that's what it is. I've learned that I don't have to do it all. I can't do it all. So it's delegating. So if I have the patient outside, okay, I'll go talk to the patient. I got one on the phone. Okay, my charge nurse, can you talk to this one on the phone or get them an appointment? Or it's really just stepping back, seeing the picture, but moving quickly and staying calm in the midst of it. I mean, I can go to my office and scream later or even when I leave, but yes, that's mm. what it is. It's remaining calm in chaos. Mm. I love that. We're going to talk more about that on the other side of the break, but let me just recap um, because I'm hearing tips there. So for people in leadership or if you're aspiring to leadership, it can be a stressful um sort of situation to be in on a day-to-day but here's some tips number one stay calm and maintain the ability to move quickly that's a balancing act that's something that I'm sure you've learned over time right and then don't try to do it all delegate two very important things we're going to pick this up on the other side of the break you guys Stay with us. We're about to take a quick break and we will be right back. We have so much more and so many other topics that we're going to uh, peel back and get into today with Dr. Brandy. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are, at home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. On Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, Dr. Veerdra Jackson presents stories and powerful guest experts from business, health, relationships, and faith. Every story has its flip side, and we are here to delve into the story and challenge you to view what has kept you in a singular mindset and turn it into the flip side. When you can effectively do that, you'll experience necessary growth. Tune in live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
You are listening to Living Inside Out today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back, everybody. We are here with Dr. Brandy. We were just touching the tip of the iceberg uh, before the break. And Dr. Brandy had dropped a couple of really good tips for people in leadership roles, specifically in stressful environments. So I want to continue on um, a little bit on this same path, Dr. Brandy. I am curious, given that you're in the medical field, running a clinic, what have you seen? What what types of transition have you seen over the past couple of years um, in your role there at the clinic? Specifically, you know, we hear a lot about how people have been navigating and coping with change over the past couple of years with the pandemic and everything. But we haven't really heard as much about people in the actual healthcare industry on the front line. So what has that been like for you personally, navigating that over the past couple years or so now? Um, it was stressful. I mean, I think it still is stressful. And I was in a different clinic before, more high level. I actually was in an OB clinic. So we were dealing with the pregnant women that couldn't come in and, you know, then they're having the babies and a lot of them had to have babies, not by themselves, but you had to pick a partner. And because COVID was running so rampant, sometimes they didn't get to pick their partner. The one you wanted had COVID. So I think initially it was just heavy. We didn't know what this was. And we would be in meetings, literally about five, six meetings a day about this pandemic, this virus, this thing we didn't know. So it's frustrating because you're hearing it and then you're trying to manage the people or the clinic. And then you come back and you say, oh, no, we're not doing that. They're like, but you just told me. We're like, we know. But now we have to do it this way. So I think that's what it was. It was the constant unknown of it being in a hospital, hearing the code blues all day. It was really just heavy. And I would say, I think for the first Three weeks, three to four weeks, I literally just came home around and like at six o'clock, I would drink some wine and just go to sleep. I don't even think I ate dinner. It was just heavy. So it was like and then all the the theories or the, the people would send me things. And I'm like, please stop sending me all these conspiracy theories because I'm in it. This is a real thing. You don't believe it. I don't care. But this is what's happening. So I think it was just heavy, just navigating. And at that time, I wasn't the in the, the lead role, I was like the assistant. So it's like, I'm navigating, but there's only so much navigating because it really isn't my, you know, my ship completely. So it was just, it was, it was heavy. It was really heavy. And even just when you think you're coming out of it, it's like, oh, we got a new way. Oh, now we have this. Oh, now we got monkeypox. Oh, now we have, it's like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm laughing only because it's so not funny, right? And sometimes, I know for me, laughter just automatically happens. I think as a way to, you know, just relieve, take the pressure off. Mm -hmm. So speaking of that, so like what's the climate like now? Um, especially as we're moving into fall, you know, fall and, and winter. And so typically this season is a season where, you know, viruses are a little more rampant and people start getting concerned about flu and all of that. What What is what is the climate like um, as we're moving into fall? Mm -hmm. I think we're just ramping up because we because of COVID, we have not had a heavy flu season. But now flu season's already here. So it's an early flu season. So now it's just I mean, respiratory infections are up. I personally had one like myself just last week. I'm just getting over and it was horrible. I've never felt that bad in my life. Like I was telling someone I would have rather had than COVID because it would have made more sense as to what is this that I'm feeling. So, I mean, I think it's just like we don't react as uh, not not quickly. It's like when COVID was happening, everybody had to go isolate. Everybody had to go do this. So it's like it's relaxed. It's becoming normal. It's like, OK, COVID isn't here. So everybody's freaking out when they have one and they have to go in the room. 
So I think it's just with flu, just being prepared that, okay, we're going to have a lot of people coming in for flu shots and do we have the staffing and looking at it from that perspective. But I don't think we're as um, on edge as worried about it because COVID, I think, kind of prepared us for anything that was going to come. Even like monkeypox, I don't even think they're really freaking out as much. Like, okay, it'll come. They might do this. We're just going to follow the same protocols. Mm-hmm. So you talked to me in a previous conversation um, about your own experience and you mentioned how it was heavy and you we talked a little bit about being functionally depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, can you share a little bit about what functional depression is and what some of the signs are? Because um, I think that you know, change is something that brings stress, right, for all of us. And sometimes people are dealing with things like functional depression, and they may not even be aware. Can you speak on that a little bit? I don't know if there's specific signs, but when I was saying like functionally depressed, it's like, I knew I didn't feel like myself. I knew I was in kind of this weird transition space um, of, you know, with relationships or just feeling alone and work and the unknown. And I was finishing school in the midst of this pandemic. So I had death in the family. So I knew I was heavy, like when I got home, but I still had to go to work. And that really was how I think I dealt with it because my therapist actually said I compartmentalize. So I literally would put it on the back burner because I have to focus on this. Like my cousin committed suicide and I literally, I didn't even realize I said it until a friend told me, I said, I don't have time to deal with this right now because I have to finish this dissertation. Mm. But I had to finish this. I still had to go to work. And yes, it's the tragic thing, but I can't get involved like I normally would helping with plans and funerals and, and writing obituaries because I had to do this. And then when it was over, that's when it was like, it hits me and I'm like overwhelmed with emotions because now I have time to process it. So it's like, functioning, not dealing with it until it hits you and you got to step back and deal with it, but you still process it, but you still got to keep going. So I think that's what I was feeling. So when I did mention to my therapist, he's like, you could be because there's no direct signs, but I just knew it didn't look like the depression where you don't want to get out of the bed and, you know, I'm just going to sit in the house and, and drink and cry. And that wasn't that. Um, but I knew I didn't feel, I guess, fulfilled or like fully full or, or happy completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sort of in denial a little bit, compartmentalization, right? Like, oh, I don't have time to deal with this right now. So what would you say for somebody who's listening right now? And there have been, as you put it, heavy things that have been hitting them in life. And yet mentally they've they kick into this thing of, well, I just got to keep going. I got to keep going. And they're not really dealing with things. What what are maybe one or two steps or tips that you would suggest for them that worked for you to, to walk out of that situation? I think it's really just paying attention to yourself and you're just being in tune. I mean, I used to journal a lot. I haven't done it as much, but going to start like journaling or you know reading the bible or trying to meditate but I think it really is getting in tune with yourself if you know this is I usually go to the gym all the time and I love going to the gym and now it's like I don't want to go to the gym or I get home I just want to watch tv when I know I have other things to do so I think it's just paying attention to yourself and really gauging like why am I feeling this way or what is happening or What are you eating? Are you eating horrible all of a sudden when you usually don't do that? Are you drinking more wine when you get home? So I think it's just paying attention to yourself and your habits and try to understand what am I doing and why am I doing this right now? Mm -hmm. So awareness and honesty with yourself. And then I would I would tack on to that step too. then get help if you need help. You mentioned talking to your therapist. So implicitly in there was another thing that you did was you got a therapist, um, which is definitely something um, that's available to people. Um, So Brandy, tell us a little bit in your role as a certified life coach, who are the people that you help 
And what types of things do they struggle with that you help them work through? Um, I think I, it really depends on what their need is. Like I said, it could be relationships. It could be career. Lately, it's been more of the career and the education um, because there are a lot of myths, especially with education, where people think, you know, like you, I think you mentioned at the top of your show, like you check, get a degree, get a good job, get a, get this. So you come out of school with this degree and you're like, oh, I'm just going to come out making all this money and it's going to be great. And then you have to say, no, you're not. And especially I've been talking to, I think women, younger women want to get into healthcare. It's like, just because you have the degree, it's great. But if you don't have the experience, don't go get another degree because now you're coming out of the game with two degrees and you still don't have any experience. So you're going to have to step back, find something, work your way into this field and then grow from there. But don't think because I have this degree, I should come in as the manager or come in as some senior position because honestly, you don't even know how to navigate in that yet. So I think it's trying to help them change the way they're viewing that. It doesn't guarantee this great job on the other side. You're probably not even going to make as much as it costs you to get the degree. Um, so I think with that and just understanding why do you want to go to school, it's like really helping them, whether it's education or, or like I said, career, like remember your why. Why do you want to do this? Mm. Why do you want to go to school? What are you going to do when you get this piece of paper? Because I tell people all the time, I got expensive pieces of paper. Fortunately, I have always worked in the field that I went to school in. So it's not like I got this degree in healthcare and I'm drawing pictures for Disney or something. So mm-hmm. it's understanding your why and why do you want to do it and understand it's okay to pivot and shift because that might have been your why and that's no longer your why. But what do you do? But don't just keep going down this path and it's not producing. As you said, you, you've done it all, but you still like you're not fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Let's let's transition from there and get into mindset because, well, first of all, I think it's awesome that you are helping people uh, who are at that point of going into school or just coming out of school. And I'm thinking, where were you when I was in undergrad all those years ago? Um, because that's sound advice, and that's really a matter of perspective. So I want to I want to talk a little bit um, about mindset. So. Thinking about transformation and that process of living life really from the inside out, from a position of peace and inner stability and really being able to make decisions that are right for you and not just doing what society says or just going through the motions, right, to get the degrees or get this job or that job. I want to know, Dr. Brandy, are there any daily mindset routines or habits that you've cultivated to help you stay mentally and emotionally healthy every day? Mm, Not what I would say daily, but I am going to start. I actually created a whole prayer meditation closet that I said I'm going to intentionally sit in there in the morning when I come home from the gym for like 10 minutes and then the same at night because you always hear, you know, a lot of people successful people it's like the meditation and just the stillness so just getting still and setting your intentions I think when I do wake up I always first thing I do is like just thank God for allowing me to wake up and seeing another day because life is short it's precious so I think it's starting with that and then just kind of deciding what kind of day I'm gonna have even if I'm kind of not feeling like myself I know maybe I'll stay in my office a little longer just for a little while but just Getting, I think it goes back to just being in tune with you, your feelings, and energy is such a big thing. And I think the older I get, the more I realize, like, energy is real. Mm-hmm. Energy is real. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. You guys, actually, Dr. Brandy, let me just point out, you started out saying, oh, I don't really know if I've cultivated anything. And then you just rambled off like five major things. So I'm going to repeat those back for those of you who are taking notes to establish daily mindset routines to really set yourself up for success. These are some things that Dr. Brandy is um, continually doing. Get still, start the day with gratitude, decide, make a decision, set your intentions at the beginning of the day on what type of day you want to have, and then incorporate meditation and prayer. So those are some awesome daily 
uh, tips. Thank you for those. You guys, we're going to take another short break. Don't go anywhere because we're going to get into some juicy conversation on the other side of this break. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are, at home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. On Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, Dr. Veerdra Jackson presents stories and powerful guest experts from business, health, relationships, and faith. Every story has its flip side, and we are here to delve into the story and challenge you to view what has kept you in a singular mindset and turn it into the flip side. When you can effectively do that, you'll experience necessary growth. Tune in live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Living Inside Out today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back, everybody. We are in the virtual studio with Dr. Brandy, who just shared some awesome steps, a routine for setting your mindset and directing your thoughts for a successful day. I want to repeat those back because those of you who listen repeatedly, these things that Dr. Brandy mentioned, they aren't new to you. And she and I were talking during the break. These are really common steps, common things that people do who are functioning at a high level and who really are well down the path of showing up every day intentionally being their best selves, bringing their best self to the table in all the different areas where they're playing, working, living, whatever. So here were those tips again, in case you missed it. In the morning, uh, some form of meditation and prayer. Number two, get still and get, get aligned. Be aware of what's happening on the inside of you. Number three, gratitude. Start your day with gratitude. And then number four, set your intentions. Make a decision. Dr. Brandy said she decides in the morning what kind of day she's going to have. That's so important. So I just wanted to repeat those back. So Dr. Brandy, you are one of the co-authors in the book, Becoming Dynamic, Stories of Women Rising to Greatness Despite Their Circumstances. And by the way, congratulations on becoming an international best-selling author. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, so, and that's how Dr. Brandy and I met was our involvement in this uh, book project. So tell us what was the process like for you writing your story as a first-time author, 
What did you learn through that process? Yeah, what was that experience like for you? I think what I've learned through that process is I really have stories to tell. Like I literally have always said, I have a story to tell. I have a story to tell. I need to write a book. I need to write a book. But then when you get into the presence of other women or other people and they talk about these, to you, what seems grandiose, you're like, "Mm, I don't really have a story to tell. So I think for me with the book, it was like, even when it was brought up, I'm like, this is a great idea. But I'm like, my stories aren't that valuable. And I don't I don't think about the things I've done or I'm doing. I just do it. And I don't really take the time to sit back and think about the journey that it took or to get here or what I had to go through or what I had to experience. Because I think, like I was saying, I compartmentalize, I deal with it, I move on. So I never really stopped and celebrated any really of my accomplishments throughout the journey. So I think for me, it was a struggle of what do I have to tell I don't have that. I I was homeless. I lived in a car, made it from the bottom. That's not my story. And then I think just kind of going back and forth, I kept trying to miss the deadlines, literally. And I think it was on one of the calls when somebody said, just write the story. The editor will figure it, will make it make sense. Mm. But when I sat down, this the story I shared was not the one I originally thought I was going to share. And it was the first time sharing this story out loud. Wow. I think, first of all, I just love your transparency. And there's so much depth in how you answered the first question about challenges. That was about the, the talk in your head. And then here we are full circle. Even despite all of your accomplishments, your experience in writing the book was, I I don't have anything. Do I have something to say? Right. So I'm, I'm bringing that forward, Dr. Brandy, because I know there are so many people who feel like that every day. And I just want to encourage people who are listening. Look at this woman, Dr. Brandy, um, and everything that she's doing, playing big in the world and still just on a human level having questions so when when you have that talk in your head that says hey do I have anything to offer or oh I don't really first of all just know that you're not alone there are so many people who have that so I just wanted to encourage somebody's listening Dr. Brandy and that just like hit my heart to um, point out that even people like you deal with those questions and I know I do too so I don't want you to give everything away um, because I do want people to buy the book. And you guys, by the way, all the proceeds on the ebook download are going straight to charity. So to help teens. And I think the ebook is only like $2.99 or something like that. So today, if you have not already, go on Amazon and download Becoming Dynamic, Stories of Women Rising to Greatness Despite Their Circumstances. So Dr. Brandy, in the story that you tell in your chapter of the book. Can you tell us, just like give us a hint of what was the main challenge or one of the main challenges that you revealed in your story and what was sort of the turning point? What's one step that you took to get out of or to move forward? Um, I think for me, like my title was just the my journey to self-discovery. And I think for not I think now I know (laughs) I was a kid. There was an incident that occurred when I was about 12 that really, I think, changed the trajectory of my life. And I became so focused on career ambition and not making mistakes and not making mistakes in the family because I'm the oldest granddaughter on one side, the oldest girl on the other. So something happened and I felt the perception of me was tainted. So I was on this path of, I gotta do it right. I gotta make you know such and such proud, I have to do this. And it really wasn't until I had a, a bad breakup and I started going to a therapy with a, a pastor and he brought up some incidents and it was I still didn't understand. Like, I don't know why I felt that way. And then one night I literally was at home and it hit me like, You've been doing this for 17 years because of something that happened when you were 12. So then I think for me, the shift was, 
I mean, at this point, I'm almost, I was almost 30. So I said, I'm going to just start doing what I want to do because I've been who everybody else has wanted me to be my whole life. So then it became a, who are you? Mm. What do you want to do? What do you like? And that was the shift for me that I don't even, I had that not happened. I don't know if I would have discovered it. Mm. Wow. And so here we are again and you guys, we didn't plan this, okay? I'm just, I'm just hearing this theme. Here we are again in, in how you just answered that and where you landed with this whole notion of living life according to other people's ideas, other people's standards, other people's expectations, and trying to fulfill that. And in your case, trying to do it perfectly and then reaching a point where one day you something happens there's a turning point and it's like wait who who am I and whose life am I living so I'm hearing Dr. Brandy that that was the first step so to speak right to turn and that shifted things for you was that again like you said earlier self-awareness pausing getting still and asking yourself what's what's going on here and whose life am I living? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly what it, what it happened. Um, was that scary for you to, um, to be able to honestly have that conversation with yourself? I think it was scary and um, releasing as well. Cause like I said, I was at 29 going into 30 and now, you know, you can look back, like something happens in your life when you're 28, 29, when you're shifting to the 30. And I really was in the space of like evaluating relationships. Why are you my friend? And why am I your friend? What value are we adding instead of I've known you for 20 years and you're just my best friend. But when something really happens, I can't count on you. And it was like me being aware of my birthday is Christmas Eve. It's a hard birthday and it always has been, but me saying, Oh, I didn't worry about friends because I had cousins. But in the end, it's like, no, I'm the friend of everybody. So it was a lot of like shifts that was happening. And that was the first time I read the book, The Purpose Driven Life. And I think the first line when it was like, it's not about you. So I think that was like the the starting the let me figure this out. I started traveling by myself, getting coaches or, you know, doing more personal development. So I think it was just that shift that just happened to occur and it just kept evolving. Mm, that's beautiful. So it's it's questioning. It's mm-hmm. asking. So your transformation, again, like I said in the intro, is a process. And for you, it was a process that started with questions. Who am I? What's going I love that you asked, and at such an early age, started looking at your relationships and the people in your life and what value are we adding? That was a very mature question to be asking at 28, 29. Um, But that's deep. And then going on from there, as you got exposed to the book, A Purpose Driven Life, and then asking, you implied this, I'm, I'm guessing and hearing you also started asking, what's my purpose? Yeah. Oh, that's deep. So folks, you know, if you're if you're out there and you're feeling like Dr. Brandy felt like maybe you're living a life that's not really you. And like I felt because I certainly had that moment in my own life. For me, I think it was early 30s or a few years after you. If that's how you're feeling right now, be encouraged by these stories be encouraged by Dr. Brandy's story because and don't be afraid to ask those questions for yourself because asking those questions that's the very thing that's needed as the first step to really turn and start to open yourself up to transformation and to something new so Dr. Brandy becoming dynamic what What's your definition of dynamic? I don't, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> it's just, I, I mean, I don't think there's one definition to it. I think it's really finding your purpose and just really, really rocking 
your lane and figuring out what works for you, what makes you happy, what do you love to do, and not worrying about how anyone else is impacted. So I think just walking to the beat of your own drum, for me, is just becoming dynamic because you are living your truth. And that's really all that matters in this life we have is your life and your truth and not being afraid to pivot, adjust and leave some people behind that, that aren't meant to go along this journey with you. Mm. Oh, that's so deep. I'm still writing. So, okay. So you said, I'm going to repeat back because that was powerful. You probably didn't even realize all the little nuggets that you dropped. And for people who are taking notes, becoming dynamic really is not, we all have the ability in us to to live a dynamic life, right? You said rock your lane. I love that. Find out what works for you and then do that. Live your truth and learn how to pivot. If you if something's not working, pivot and change and assess your community. Okay, we could spend a whole 30 minutes just talking about that one, right? And the people who are in our circle and what's happening there and adjust as needed with your community. Sometimes people are here for a season and then it's time for them to not be in this season. So I love that. Dr. Brandy, we are just about out of time. Can you believe that? I want to thank you for being here. How can people, um, what's your Instagram or Facebook handle? How can people check you out? My Instagram is the resiliency underscore coach and my Facebook, I hadn't changed it. It used to be my old name but yeah you can catch me on my instagram perfect and so you guys i hope that you got something out of today's show and i want to leave you with this final tip as usual and around here tip is an acronym for transformation is possible it can happen for you and it starts with making a choice to live inside out today So until next week, love and peace. Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.